0: Hello and welcome to Shivo versus the First World. I'm Sheila D.
1: And I am Evo Terra. You're listening to our podcast about the reverse culture shock we experience every day as American citizens returning home after three and a half years living and working overseas.
0: On today's show, we're going to tackle the weighty topic of drinking water and our American obsession with the bottle.
1: But before we get there, a quick word of thanks to our fantastic patrons and listeners who've been with us since, my God, 2014. For the uninitiated, this podcast started out as a way to keep our friends and family updated on our travels around the world. Then, in our second season, we brought fellow travelers onto the show, having them share their funny experiences as they hopped around the globe. For our third season, we doubled down on the funny and flipped the script, asking comedians to tell stories of their travels. Then we threw the script completely away for the fourth season, answering questions sent in from our listeners all over the globe. And through it all, our amazing patrons have continued to support our antics on the podcast, enjoying exclusive content from us each and every week, like the exclusive content we recorded just before this one, where we talked about recording this one, getting back on the horse and making more podcasting goodness for people just like you. We'll tell you how you can join that elite group and also hear all of our exclusive content at the end of this episode. But first... What the hell is with you we Americans and your our insistence on drinking bottled water?
0: There's a common stanza for Americans who travel abroad. Don't drink the water. To find out why or even if that's a problem, we've enlisted the help of one of our good friends, Dr. Terry Simpson.
1: Dr. Terry Simpson, as a physician, as a medical doctor, fellow American College of Surgeons. Also a world traveler. I am. And one of the things that Americans know when they travel overseas, if there is one unwritten rule about travel, it is that when you're an American and you travel to a foreign country, don't drink the water. Why is that?
2: Because water is filthy in most places. In the vast majority of the places that you travel, even in the United States sometimes, water is filthy. It contains germs that can kill you. And probably the best thing that was ever done for public health was developing a clean water supply. And when we look at human lifespan, we know that about half of the adult human lifespan is responsible because of clean water, because we don't have all the bugs that are in there, the dysentery, the typhus, things that we don't even want to know about. And it's responsible for, in the world, about three-fourths of infant mortality. And about two-thirds of childhood mortality. Just water. So when you see these companies saying, it doesn't sound very sexy. We go to Africa and we give them clean water. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. And Even if you go someplace where they say, and I just was, where they say, oh, the water's clean, we filter it here in our hotel, my hotel, I don't trust them. (laughs) From personal experience? Personal experience, yeah. Yeah. So it used to be that what we would do is we sort of intrinsically knew this, and so what used to be done was they would filter water through sand. And that got rid of particulate matter, and things that you see, so when you look at your glass, you see that. But it didn't get rid of the bugs, and it wasn't until the germ theory came along, and again, theory being like, yeah, it's pretty much, it's proven, where we know the germs cause disease. Probably one of the all-time heights of medicine was a guy by the name of Snow, who in 1854 in London determined that the cholera outbreak came from this particular water fountain, and this particular water fountain had all the cholera because deep down in the pipes, the sewage was running by the water, and the pipes weren't exactly... And that was the beginning of the field of epidemiology, the study of medicine, disease. Non-clean waters are responsible for porter beer. So porter beer was originally made because you had these porters in London. They would work all day carrying vegetables up and down the market, meat, squid, eel, all those things that they would carry, and they would get thirsty. But if they drank the water in London, they would get sick, and if they weren't able to carry on, you wouldn't have a workforce. So they invented a beer because beer distills the water, and they knew nobody got. And the port, early porter beers were about three percent, so you could drink porter beer all day long, and not get drunk. So that was responsible for that. It was also responsible for tea being thought of as a medicine, because you boil the water when right. you make tea, which kills yeah. all
1: the chigella, right. salmonella, all that stuff. In
2: there. And there was a physician in World War II, the, one of the first diets in America. And his diet was a cure for everything. He, he got rid of all the vegetables, only fed his troops coffee and meat, hamburger. Salisbury was his name, and the Salisbury steak came after him. And so he thought that this was, vegetables were terrible to the delight of every child everywhere in the world, and my 93-year-old father who hates vegetables. And be, but because when they got vegetables, of course, they were sprayed with water, the water was mixed with the all of the filthy stuff because there was no separation of sewage and stuff Mm. you're in a war zone you're just trying to you're you're bathing you're drinking out of the same source but when you make coffee you're boiling the water right so those soldiers didn't get it so clean water is pretty pretty essential so the
1: clean water in america it's not just america has clean water
2: the streams the lakes the rivers,
1: these aren't clean.
2: No, no. I wouldn't trust them one bit, and you shouldn't. In fact, I can tell you many, many horror stories, which I won't bore you with, of people who drank water, came to a medical facility months later with horrible GI problems, didn't realize that what they were drinking was bear poop or mm-hmm. deer poop. Right. And they thought the water was clean and sparkling, and they were up in the mountain. It was free, and it had to be great. It was wonderful. And they almost died from it, and some people have. So public water, the stuff you turn on the tap, has higher standards than bottled water. When people say, I'll have bottled water, not tap, it's like, really? Why wouldn't you have tap water? Because it's cleaner than that stuff they put in the bottle. Not to mention about half the bottled water comes from a tap. Not to mention plastic waste, and it's bad for whales. And So if you want to be healthy in America... In America, drink the tap water, unless you're in Flint, or about 110 other counties. And if you're overseas, drink the beer.
0: Thanks, Terry, for those words of wisdom.
2: Now,
1: my love, I thought we should actually speak to the audience for a moment and let them know where we came from with this particular idea. So I've got a simple question for you. After three and a half years of living in places not necessarily always in the first world, where we had no other option other than drinking the bottled water available, because you could not trust the municipal water, How do you feel about being back in a country where now many people make the choice to drink bottled water as opposed to the water that comes out of the tap? Is that something that you uh, embrace about first world culture because we have so many different varieties of water that's why not bottle them and choose them? Something you're embarrassed a little bit about living in the first world or is it so problematic for you that you want to escape back to the third world because you can't handle this any longer?
0: I'm actually really embarrassed by it.
1: It is embarrassing, it isn't
0: is. it? I I'm so embarrassed. I, I it's so funny because I take water to work.
1: What do you mean you take water to work? Explain that. Well,
0: I take water from our tap. Like sometimes I take in my water bottle. Sure. Like I have a reusable water bottle. Yeah. I don't use plastic water bottles when I go to work out or anything like that. I use my own tap water.
1: And yeah, you have filled that bottle with the tap. Right. And that's what you're taking in. That's not Avion. No. It's not Spring smart. Mountain. It's not the smart <laughs> waters or the dumb waters. It's that. Right. Right. That makes that makes sense. Do you think people who are seeing you carrying that bottle around with you, that plastic reusable bottle, mm-hmm. do you think they're all making the assumption that she has put in some kind sort of fancy, special, uber great, hydroponically wonderful water or... Do you think they don't, don't even think about? it? I
0: don't it? know that I've ever thought about.
1: You don't wonder what someone else is carrying when they're walking around with a bottle of water that is clearly refilled. Did they get that from some artisanal spring?
0: I because I, of what I do, yeah. I assume everybody else is doing that. <laughs> sure,
1: that makes that makes perfect sense. Right. Uh, you know, again, for the two and a half years that we spent living in places where we could not drink out of the tap water. And it's not like, people need to understand this. I think it's worth a little bit of a digression here, honey. People should understand that most countries have a water sanitization process. And even where we were in Thailand, Mm -hmm. one of the largest countries in Southeast Asia, booming economy, they have, they spend a lot of money treating the water at the treatment plants that are there. Yet no one drinks out of their Tap water for a simple reason, and that is the distance between the water treatment plant and your house. It's going through pipes that were laid millennia ago. Okay, that's right. that's pushing things a little well, too far. But it the water gets contaminated on, on the, the way. way. Right. And even that,
0: the even the Thais didn't drink.
1: No. The water. No one drinks out of right. the water.
0: But also, can't you
1: take it too far? What do you mean? Well, I know plenty of people who travel overseas who will brush their teeth. With bottled water. Right. Who will not even take a long shower for fear that that contaminated water will somehow get in their mouth or their eyes or other mucous membranes.
0: I'm just going to say that before we did our long trip, that was us too.
1: We were... We used
0: to buy bottled water to brush our teeth.
1: When we were overseas?
0: Well, even just going to Mexico. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the last time we went, I remember buying... Big bottles of water just for brushing our teeth.
1: Wow. We were those people.
0: How far we've come. And I'm embarrassed by myself by
1: this commentary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now what do you say?
1: I think I'm sticking with you. (laughs) Kind of embarrassed about the way you are currently acting. If you are a person who carries bottled water from Avion or some natural spring and refuses to drink out of the tap but I'm also embarrassed about that guy I used to be. Thank you, living in the third world, for teaching me the right way to be. (laughs) Hey, back up at the start of the program, I mentioned our amazing patrons. Now, if you're not yet a patron, you can become one pretty quickly by visiting shivo.wtf/patrons. I'm going to spell that for you because somebody misspelled it the other day. Shivo, as in Sheila and Evo. S-H-E-V-O. No, I... There's no I in Evo. Shivo. S-H-E-V-O dot W-T-F slash patrons.
0: They just thought I needed more, more letters in that.
1: I guess so. Patrons all get access to bonus episodes of the program, like the one we recorded previously to this, where we talked about, well, kick-starting this program once again. But still, some behind-the-scenes stuff if you miss some of our travel conversations.
0: And some patrons unlock special gifts. We've sent handwritten postcards, care packages from abroad, and of course, the special exclusive patron-only content Evo just mentioned. Dozens of listeners just like you think this show is worth a couple of bucks a month. If you agree, get on the list at shivo.wtf/patrons today.
1: Thanks to Dr. Terry Simpson for being a guest of ours on the program today. Hopefully, you'll never look at the water cooler at your workplace the same way.
0: And thank you for listening to the first episode of the fifth season of our podcast. Whew, that was a mouthful. Now called Shivo versus the First World. Subscribe to the show at Shivo.WTF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me on Instagram at shivo underscore studios. I'm Sheila D.
1: And I am Evo Tara. We'll be back next week with another adjustment to your first world problems. Cheers.